Hello and welcome to the first episode of the new series of this podcast, the new season, sorry, of this podcast, which is Aurora Joyful Co-Creation. Oh, well, (laughs) this has been a ride. Isn't life such a roller coaster? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I thought I would spend this first episode just bringing you up to speed with what's been going on, where Legs Wide Open has gone, and yeah, what's been going on behind the scenes, I guess, in in my world. So, here we go. (laughs) I feel like it's probably been a good um, three, four, five, probably more than that months since I recorded an episode. And it was so fun to be doing those Legs Wide Open episodes and like tapping into the playfulness and the like expansion around sexuality Um, and then what was the trigger for taking the pause and like taking kind of stock of where I was well it was listening to a series of books which have been on my radar since the autumn of 2021 but which I didn't start listening to until September or no until I, until this year until January February I think February time 2023 and that book series is called the Ringing Cedars of Russia. Sounds a bit weird. Um, and it's about a woman. Some people may believe that she is fictional in the book. Some people may believe that she is real. What she says is in the book that she exists for those who believe she exists I think or something like that but anyway to me she's very real and I've been on this kind of wild journey and when I started to listen to this series of books um, and get like a kind of insight into her world the world of Anastasia and and the Um, the way that this book was written by this um, businessman from Moscow who came across Anastasia um, in the Siberian tiger. And the Siberian tiger is like a, you know, it's in the middle of nowhere in in Russia. (laughs) And and the story says, the book um, is like an account of her life 
um, she was born and raised like in this glade in the forest and like this the the um, descriptions of the essence of like what is described in the books is like it just takes me to a whole new level in terms of what I would call like cosmic potential here on earth and cosmic harmony and really like tuning into the capacities that I really feel like we're here to integrate and um, and uh, like use in in these human bodies and, and in this human experience. If you Google Anastasia, um, the ringing cedars of the Ringing Cedars of Russia. There's some excellent propaganda um, against the books, um, and I would just like, like with everything that I come into contact with, I want to have my own experience of these things. So that's what I decided to do um, to listen to the books myself. And. I've been like fantasizing about being friends with wild animals and living in harmony with wolves and bears and all those creatures that I feel like are so needed to be brought back into the ecosystem so that we can actually bring more harmony back into the, into the planet and the natural world. Whereas at the moment, obviously, um, the, the wolf at the top of the food chain in Europe is um, is no longer there. I remember going on a on a trip with the kids um, to a wolf sanctuary just north of Malaga, here in Spain, and I was absolutely blown away by what I was told. Um, and they're doing some amazing work in that wolf sanctuary, and and the the lady who was showing us round was explaining that actually. You know, everyone's really into saving the bees, but if you don't have the main kind of predator at the top of the food chain, the whole ecosystem can't come back into balance. And that kind of hit me a little bit like a punch in the stomach, because <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, that's actually quite serious. And humans historically haven't felt able to live with nature in that way, live with those, um, those kind of bigger, scarier animals, or also they've been portrayed to us anyway. Um, so anyway, in this story, Anastasia is there in her glade. Um, she ends up having um, two children with the Moscow businessman um, who actually writes the books. And, you know, she's She's got her she-wolf and her she-bear, like, helping her to uh, look after her, her babies and her children. And, you know, they're like, there's this description of her, her young child, like, having a nap, um, kind of n nuzzled into the, the she-bear's tummy. And some people might think that's really weird. But for me, my heart skips a beat and I'm like, yes, like this is, this is where 
I feel like we're going. Like I've got, I've got children um, cuddling bears and wolves like on my vision board. This is like, this is for me, this, it just feels so exciting. So to start reading this book and, um, and feeling the essence of the way that this woman lives on this earth as this like incredibly connected cosmic being in a human body and has like integrated her cosmic essence into her way of life um, because that's all she's known because that's what she's been taught it was just like phenomenal for me um, so I continued to listen and listened until the end of the 10th book and it was just so impactful it includes so it's like the most comprehensive series of books that I have ever come across like it goes through like any topic that you that might trigger any kind of like fear or uncertainty or anything in your body like she explores she doesn't like tell she doesn't necessarily go through and say like you know, this is, this is this and this is this and tells everybody how, how things are. She's like always talking about how nurturing independent thought in humans is absolutely fundamental if we're going to be able to move forward and evolve and become sovereign beings here on earth. So that book series had the most incredible and like unexpected impact on me um, and one of the things it led to and I'm sure I'll get some laughs now I do I giggle at this myself because it you know it's kind of like and and poor Tom because Tom like <laughs> well not poor Tom Tom I'm I'm very grateful for Tom's um, my husband's like tolerance and acceptance and willingness to to keep walking this path because I do keep leading us into you know like our edge essentially as a couple and as a family um, and it always bears incredible fruit so I don't intend to stop anytime soon <laughs> um, so what what this has led to actually is this deep kind of desire to experience a period of abstinence or celibacy or whatever you want to call it in terms of um, sexual interactions and I know that I, I've seen you know when you you're experiencing something or you're thinking about something and you know you automatically then appear to be connecting with people who are going through a similar experience um, and I've noticed that some people when they go through this experience they are still kind of engaging in self-pleasure and others are not and for me actually I'm going through a period of complete abstinence where I when I feel the sexual energy kind of rising I'm practicing experiencing it in my body as living light and I can't explain what's happening but something really beautiful is happening 
and the way that this is like impacting my life and the changes that are coming there there are some I think some really big I feel some really big changes happening in our in our lives as a family and that will that will um <clears throat> I'll talk more about that when I know with a bit more certainty what's happening and when um but change is definitely on the horizon and and yeah there something is happening something is occurring and the that series of books reading that series listening to that series was a massive turning point so where is all this going well um obviously <laughs> i don't know exactly where it's going and that's part of the fun of it and the beauty of this life right um but what i do know is that i think the way i was explaining this to somebody recently i think it was my dad um was and i'll i can kind of map this you know how um things tend to go in like kind of seven year cycles and i can reflect on the last 14 years um and it was actually 14 years ago we were tom and i were um engaged we got married in september 2010 um so let's go from uh 14 years ago which is um 2009 um, and I just started my job as a trainee solicitor in London and Tom was working in London as well and I was a woman on a mission I was totally focused on getting on the property ladder in the UK finding um, yeah like material and financial kind of stability and cultivating long-term wealth and I was very focused on getting married and thinking about having a family and that kind of happened you know for like seven years <laughs> and then in 2016 so seven years later I started to turn my focus inward so the first seven years of this 14 year cycle was very outward um, outward focused material world focused and then the subsequent seven years starting in 2016 is when I discovered bioresonance I started to train as an energy medicine practitioner I really started to delve into like all the trauma and suppressed emotions that I was carrying and unraveled and unearthed so much pain and discomfort and fear and shame and guilt and darkness and I and I really went there with the darkness if you've been following me for a while you'll know that I I 
I didn't hold back when it came to the darkness. Um, and it was scary as hell, but I went there. And, and it was hugely liberating, like massively liberating to, to cultivate a sense of safety in my body where I was able to like sustain a level of like sensation of pain and fear and all those like tougher emotions um, in my body. It was like amazing, really. And now it's like 2023 comes along and this is the beginning of the next seven year cycle and something has shifted and suddenly it's not about the material world, it's not about the internal world, it's really about the dance between both. And I think that previously when I was kind of when I started to turn inward, I wanted to make my previous seven year cycle or the external focus, I wanted to make that wrong. I wanted to make that world wrong. And I wanted to judge and yeah, pass judgment on people who had that focus without much um, focus on their internal world and what was going on like underneath the surface. And now, having really dived into that internal world, something has, I, I talked previously about how really diving into that darkness is kind of, for me, like creating fertile soil for new fruit to grow, for new sprouts to emerge. And that's exactly what this feels like. It feels like, this feels like new fruit, this feels like, new new sprouts and it's a recognition that we need both we are here on this earth to have a beautiful like human experience while being an incredibly vast cosmic being that in itself is like if you if just like zoom out for a minute, like that in itself is like totally mind blowing, isn't it? That we get to do that. That we've got this like physical, tangible, like limited body and like limited physical experience. And yet at the same time, we are limitless in our capabilities and our potential. And we are actually like interacting in in this limitless universe this limit, limitless cosmos and both things exist it's this and this this with this and it's never sunk in before to the level that it has sunk in and is sinking in now and it's um and what's happened in that process also is coming across some amazing, amazing research, um, which, which also just, you know, when you hear something and you're like, 
And Anastasia talks about this in her book. She talks about how it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter what facts you're presented with or what information you're given. You have to run it through your lens. You have to run it through your like conceptual system in your body and in your being. And then you have to decide whether it feels like the truth or not. And I've always had a, like, a feeling that when pe people talked about the right brain and the left brain, that it just, it just felt off. And the right brain being kind of associated with creativity and emotions, for example, and left brain more sort of um, logic and uh, focus and, and, and analysis. And I started to listen to uh, a guy called Ian, Mag Ian Mag I, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to pronounce his name right now, Ian McGillchrist, or maybe it's Ian McGillchrist, um, who is a psychiatrist, he's, he's also been a medical doctor, um, and has an incredible background in, in neuroscience. And his research is showing that actually, in terms of, I'm going to talk about emotions, because for me, the emotional plane is where the spirit, the cosmic nature of, of us and our bodies meet. This is where we meet. This is where we get to dance and play on the emotional plane. So the emotions have always been so interesting for me. Um, and it's only recently that I've had the words to explain why. And that feels really exciting. Um, so his, his research is showing that actually both hemispheres of the brain are involved in the emotional processing um, process. <laughs> and since I started playing with that concept, magical things are happening in the most like grounded and harmonious and magical way. So this, it, it's from that space that Aurora has been birthed. And all I'm going to say is that, you know, that, that is at the core of it. It's, if you, if you see a picture of a brain and you've got creativity on one side, to me, that, as I said, that just fell off. The Aurora version of the brain doesn't look like that. The creation process involves both hemispheres of the brain. And at this point in our evolutionary process, it feels to me like the emotional processing, the processing of the emotional energies, the energy in motion that has been suppressed and shut down and not felt, not experienced, not integrated for generations upon generations upon generations is where we get to play. And from there, we get to become the joyful co-creators of our physical experience that we always were, were designed to be. So that's what Aurora is all about. I am going to be, I'm doing some case studies in relation to physical healing, because that's where my journey started as a bioresonance practitioner and healing on the physical plane. And since then has evolved into healing through emotional integration and like really opening to felt sensation in the body. And, you know, in our family unit, we've used this for years. Um, and 
we've healed um, things like recurrent um, UTI infections. That was my like um, my deepest work to date. And then gut health issues, ear infections, um, headaches, tooth issues. Now, oh my gosh, I'm going to get into tooth issues in another episode, but um, teeth are are blowing my mind at the moment and what's happening in terms of healing in relation to teeth. Um, Yeah, so I'm doing some case studies at the moment to expand um, the the use of the concepts of the Aurora um, concepts um, with some beautiful women here in, in the village that I live in. And in the meantime, I am going to be sharing more and more about the, the ways that Aurora can be used um, and shared in order to support emotional and mental health um, in general because that can be rolled out now. That doesn't need, that doesn't need um, more case studies, um, but the physical side of things is in like the case study stage. So I think that is all I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about today. Um, if you want to be kept up to date with the progress and, and, and be the first to, to hear about the updates in relation to um, the, in relation to the Aurora um, healing concepts and how to um, how to start playing with both the left and right hemisphere emotional processes in order to fully integrate and like come home to um, this dance between your cosmic and your physical nature. Um, then you can pop me an email. You can either do it uh, through the the podcast um, link on on Bcast, the platform, or you can send an email to Helen at HelenReed.org. And in the meantime, I am sending lots of love. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for sharing in my journey that I have this incredible feeling is, is, you know, it's so much bigger than me. It's always been so much bigger than me. And I finally have the words for it and um, can feel like the, the solid ground underneath my feet. And yeah, this is, this is the time. Okay, sending love and I will check in again soon. Bye.